Welcome to the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. Now enjoy the show. All right, guys, I want to tell you a little bit about Type 1 Lifting. So Type 1 Lifting is a clothing brand that proceeds of the shirts, the hats, and everything else go to the Children's Diabetes Foundation. This whole t-shirt company started from me taking care of a five-year-old girl from the emergency department at the Children's Hospital I worked at in Atlanta for a while back. Um, I thought I needed to do a little bit more than kind of just talk about my story. So this is how I started the clothing line because I wanted to show people that even though diabetics have this really bad disease, we can still do amazing things in our life and diabetes won't stop, you know, stop us reaching our goals. So go check out type one lifting.com. And, um, you know, if you have any questions, you can always reach me out on Instagram. It's type one lifting and hope you guys enjoy the show. Hey guys, we have a new sponsor for the type one lifting podcast. The company's called Liberté lifestyle. So Liberté is a French word meaning freedom, and the company was founded on the desire to have freedom to choose what we want to do with our lives. I actually had the owner, um, Nicole, on my podcast on episode 28, so if you want to go back and listen to her, um, she talks about how she started the company and what she wants to do in the future with the company, which is pretty cool. So uh, they actually have knee sleeves, wrist wraps, shirts, shorts. Uh, Love the knee sleeves. I have the ice cream knee sleeves, and I love them so much. They haven't the neoprene's still good. Uh, the seams haven't split compared to other uh, knee sleeves that I have had in the past. Uh, and I'm planning to keep these for a very, very long time. So uh, Nicole actually gave me a promo code for you guys too. So it's all capital letters, T-Y-P-E and the number one. So it's type one. So go to LibertéLifestyle.com. Uh, check out what they have in the store. Use the promo code type one and save some coin. Now let's go to the episode. All right, guys, welcome to a new episode of the Type of Lifting Podcast. I have a very, very cool guest that I actually saw her on Instagram. Uh, she is the CrossFit coach of Core City CrossFit and the creator of Core City CrossFit Kids, uh, Helen Taylor. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Not bad. Thank you for coming on. Um, so a little bit, I I was scrolling around across uh, like Instagram for a little bit, and all of a sudden, like I see like kids like doing like working out at a CrossFit box and I was like okay what what is this and so then I find out that it's like this whole like nonprofit organization so I I wanted to get you on so I glad we got the chance to to reach I talk to you but but first before the nonprofit stuff I kind of want to talk about um your experience in CrossFit and how did you get involved with CrossFit okay um I started CrossFit about um eight years ago, maybe a little uh, less than eight years ago. I was, um, I I taught martial arts for probably 23 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Martial arts instructor. And I coached, I coached, well, we don't call it coaching in martial arts. It's you're an instructor Mm -hmm. in uh, martial arts. So I did that uh, for about 23 years. And as I was in that martial arts journey, I started, um, wanting to, my mom was going through some issues with Alzheimer's and Mm -hmm. dementia. And I kind of just needed some outlet. And a friend of mine had said, you know, let's, um, let's train for a marathon. And I had never ran before. So um, my friend said, okay, let's do this marathon. That'll help get your mind off of things and, you know, help you focus on something else. And um, 
so we thought, okay, let's do this. And neither of us have ever done it before. So they said, Hey, let's hire a coach to kind of help train us. Mm -hmm. So we hired this coach and he was uh, a CrossFit coach. And, um, you know, he had been a personal trainer for years and years and years, and then kind of made the uh, switch over to CrossFit. And we, I really didn't know anything about CrossFit. Um, I just heard that he was a good coach and we thought, okay, well, let's, let's do this. And yeah. he'll train us. So we started training with him and we would go to the CrossFit gym to train when he off, like when he wasn't coaching, mm -hmm. um, but the gym was big enough. So we were, you know, I was able to see the classes going on and I'm like, wow, I, I don't know if I could ever do something like that. And I thought I'd like to try it, so <laughs> then, you know, but I had all these stipulations on him. It's so funny because he'd be like, you know, he'd want to do wall balls. And I'm like, no, I have a big run. So I'm not going to do wall balls. Let me do just wall shots, like no, without the squat, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would be like, I would be a pain in the butt for him. But uh, after we did the marathon, I continued training with him and then um, just decided to try the classes. And then I was just hooked. Mm -hmm. I, you know, just, I, I was just addicted. So then, you know, to make a long story short, I, um, kind of switched, you know, I retired from martial arts, retired from running marathons and cycling, and then just got into CrossFit. So now, you know, uh, now I'm, you know, coaching CrossFit and, um, you know, training master's athlete, master's athlete wannabe, you know, um, mm -hmm. so that's, that's where I'm at now. Very cool. So, um, did you do any more than one marathon or how many marathons have you done? I did six full marathons and okay. several halves and, um, yeah, so that was it. Okay. I yeah. I've, uh, I've, I've stopped running, uh, the longer distances. So I haven't done one since 2017. Mm -hmm. do, do you, so do you think that was like hurting your, your like lower body, like your knees and the ankles and stuff like that, just constantly like running on the pavement or anything like that? Or you just were like, I, I'm kind of, that's it. I'm done. I was, I was not a, um, a great runner. I, 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 you know, did it more for the mental discipline, uh, mm -hmm. coming back, coming from a martial arts background that were huge on that mental discipline and, you know, you know, disciplining your body to do things that are uncomfortable. So it was just one of those things that I wanted to push myself mentally more than physically. Okay. Um, so that was more of that challenge for me. I wasn't a great runner. Still, I'm not a great runner, but, but I, I love the challenge of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, while you were doing those marathons where you were like, kind of like getting the, oh, I used to run too. Um, gosh, when you were like boinking a little bit, like on the run. So what, what would go through your head or what would you do to kind of say, okay, just, just shut up and keep on going. Yeah. I, I would always tell myself, you know, you've done harder things than this. You know, um, mm -hmm. you know, if someone else can do it, you can do it. Why are you different than anyone else? You know, so those things would go through my mind. And then obviously when my mom was sick, I would use that, you know, like, hey, um, you've, you know, you've got to stay mentally sharp. You've got to stay physically sharp. This is like your prevention, your medicine, you know, that prevents, you know, will help, you know, slow down some of those other things that happen. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I would tell myself, you know, a lot. Okay. Very cool. So, um, your, your mom had Alzheimer's and dementia. So my dad had dementia and he actually just passed away like two months ago, but, oh, um, it, it's okay. I mean, I I'd rather see him. He, he was, he wasn't doing the greatest. Yeah. He broke his hip and then he was in the ICU and then just he had Parkinson's and it just, it was, it was a mess. But, um, 
but do you ever worry that you you might get Alzheimer's or anything like that as well? I do. I, I do. And one of the things that, um, when I was kind of, you know, when my mom was first diagnosed, um, I was caring for her and I, um, helped she, she, uh, my my parents are from Greece, mm-hmm. so I'm 100% Greek. My parents, my you know, barely spoke any English, and so my mom um, didn't really know how to speak English, even though she lived here, you know, for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to do everything for her: talk, communicate, you know, everything. Doctor's visits, she never drove, and all that. Um, so watching her go through this was just horrible. I mean, it was just gut-wrenching for me. And I just kept thinking, um, you know, I don't want this to happen to me. And everything that I read about was saying that, you know, you've got to keep your mind, you know, engaged, constantly learn new things, constantly be, you know, challenging yourself because that'll help mm-hmm. uh, kind of combat some of those things and sugar will come, you know, will help, you know, so I really tried to get into all of that and embrace it and learn as much as I can, you know, to help. Um, because I still, to this day, you know, will test myself. What was that number? 21, 59. What was that? You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. did I do the right reps, you know? And yeah, so I use all kinds of games to test myself. Yeah. So have you done that game where like, you are like almost like on the floor, just like laying there and try to do like math problems at the same time? Yes. Yes. And, yeah. you're like, okay. and then I would think I would ask someone else, did you have problems with that too? Or it wasn't just me, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so so I, 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 I have a funny story. So I haven't told anybody this except for like my close friends. So my grandmother on my dad's side had had Alzheimer's. And so she used to think my mom was her best friends from like back in the 1920s. And so she would talk to her and be like, you know, my son, Tom, which is my dad's name, you know, he is the best son you can ever have. He always makes sure he takes care of like, you know, his dad and I, and I really do appreciate it. But you know what? He married the biggest witch in the world. Like no one likes her. No one likes her. And we can't, we always tell her, we always tell him like, you could do way much better than this person. So like, just to find somebody else. And my mom's sitting there like the first time hearing this ever. And she's like, uh, what, what what is this? What's going on? Yeah. So that's, that, that's my, um, that's my Alzheimer's funny, funny moment for the family. You have to laugh because the disease is just so bad. You know, when you could find those moments to, to make light of something and something funny like that, you have to embrace it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, wow. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, once you started getting involved with CrossFit, um, what, like, what made you decide to, you know, become a coach? Well, I was a coach, um, you know, from my martial art days and and I was a personal trainer as well. And I love, I mean, that's my passion. I love, you know, uh, coaching. I love, you know, help, you know, just helping and empower people Mm -hmm. and just encouraging them and helping people to see, you know, their potential. Um, but especially kids, you know, to me, you know, sorry about my dogs. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. I have three of them too. So I'm like worried that they're all going to start barking. (laughs) Um, while we're talking, um, but I, especially kids, I just, that's that, you know, I love coaching adults, but kids has always been my passion. That's always been my specialty, mm-hmm. you know, kind of where I, where I seem to, to go towards, you know? 
Yeah. So um, what, obviously like every coach has a different style of training and it's different technique of like, you know, teaching people what to do. So what is your like typical style of like, you know, coaching for like new people or like people that are pretty experienced? Um, I, I mean, I'm, I, I would, I think if you asked, you know, people around me, I think that I, 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 they would say I'm a tough coach. Um, but, but a compassionate coach, I think that, I mean, I don't know. I think everybody would probably say that about themselves. Right? <laughs> like I just said that I thought, oh, everybody would say that, but no, for real, I, I don't, you know, I really like to push people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, you know, with all of my years of experience, I feel like I can sense when someone is resisting that. And then I don't. You know, that I, you know, if, if you sense that from someone and, and they're just like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make them, you know, I want mm-hmm. them to feel, I want every experience that they have with me to be a positive one. Yeah, of course. I want them to, you know, to learn something and I want them to feel good about themselves. Um, so I try to look for, you know, ways to accomplish that sincerely um, and not be, you know, just trying to, you know, um, cheerleader, you know, pat someone on the back kind of thing. I want it to be genuine, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and not, you know, and no nonsense, Yeah, you know, but I have a lot of my martial art training comes out like that's like, I spent, like I said, over 23 years in martial arts and Taekwondo, I'm a fourth degree black belt. Um, and that that's like ingrained in me. I can't get rid of it. It's mm-hmm. like who I am. So I, you know, I sometimes will command, like the way I coach will sometimes be that type of martial arts, you know, a little more commanding and a little more, you know, um, loud and rigid. Right? I like everything structured. Yep. Yep. Um, Me too. Yeah. I, I don't like it when people are late. I don't like it when people are talk during the, you know, when you're into, you know, talking about the lesson and the stimulus of the workout and, and, and you're, and I start, I look at who my students are. We have like a sign up. So I look at who's in class and then I prepare for each one of those students. Like, Hey, I know John can do, you know, RX and this guy, and I know, you know, Jimmy's a competitor. So I'm going to push him a little bit different. And I know this lady's only been here for two weeks. And she has back issues. So this is what she's going to do. So I have it all figured out. And then when I come and I'm trying to explain it, uh, and if people are talking, it's like, uh-uh, mm-hmm. yeah. don't do that. You know, yep. I'm going to call you out on it and I'm going to talk about it. And I will talk to you about it after class. So I tend to have that martial arts, you know, uh, in me where, you know, I tend to be very, you know, kind of rigid and, yeah. you know, I don't know if you, you know, sometimes I think I'm inflexible too, you know, like I plan it a certain way. And if it doesn't go my way, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, you guys have to do it the way I planned. Yep. 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 Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the same way too. Cause when I was personal training and I trained group group classes, it would bug the hell out of me with just people like just chatting the whole time. And I'm, yeah, like, I'm like, what are you doing? And then like, they do the workout, like you're not even doing the workout right. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, that's, that's like, that's your fault. Like not yeah, mine. Yeah. You should have, you should have paid attention. Exactly. Yeah. So with, with the mindset of your 23 years of, you know, personal train, or the, I'm sorry, you know, um, being an inst- instructor of the martial arts, I know you say you're very structured and regiment with your programs. And like, do you kind of like teach them some of your techniques from like the 23 years of being an instructor to your, to your 
people that you're coaching at all or? Um, most, sometimes if people are struggling, I will. Um, but I use it more with the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. The kids, I definitely, um, try to bring in a lot more structure, um, to the way I do class. Though, if you watch some of the classes, you probably think, really you do, but if you would see <laughs> how chaotic it probably would be, I, you know, um, so I try to bring in that structure and I try to bring in those martial art, um, you know, uh, I guess the tenets of what we would call them back then, you know, where um, I ingrain, we talk about, you know, self-control and, mm -hmm. um, you know, courtesy and integrity and, you know, all those uh, virtues. Um, so I make, we talk about that in class in my, in my CrossFit classes all the time. Like before we start it's sit down, you know, uh, what are we going to, you know, what's, a, what are we gonna, what are we going to talk about today? So we try to impart some type of um, some type of that martial art background in them and, and then, you know, tie it into the, you know, CrossFit, you know, training and, and uh, lead the class that way. Yeah. So um, now we're talking about the kids. So obviously you, you're the creator of Core City CrossFit Kids. So obviously you're up in the Detroit area and it's, and it's, I mean, I, I've been there once to so a university of Michigan football game and that was oh, it. Okay. It's, uh, and that's um, not even Detroit. You know? I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I've heard, I heard stories. It's like a pretty rough area, a pretty bad area. Um, so how did you, what, what, what made you decide to start core city CrossFit kids? Okay. Uh, well, I grew up in an area just outside of Detroit called uh, River Rouge. Well, when growing up, it was not considered a good neighborhood at all. Um, in fact, my friends, um, my friends' parents wouldn't even let them come over my house when they fought, like would find out where I lived. They're like, you can't go over there. You know, so people had this, you know, really uh, scared, you know, uh, just thoughts about the area that we lived in. Um, I grew up in a very uh, multicultural area. You know, my parents, like I mentioned earlier, were immigrants. So this is where they all, you know, settled with uh, cousins and brothers and sisters. So there mm -hmm. was a group of us there. Um, I had a great upbringing there. You know, it was, like I said, very diverse, very multicultural. It was, um, I had a great experience, but that's not the reputation of that area. Um, so, I had, you know, I was born and raised there. And then when we were, when I got married, we moved away um, probably about 20 minutes south of Detroit. Mm -hmm. um, I started doing CrossFit when I mentioned to you earlier about doing CrossFit uh, with the, uh, one of the coaches. Uh, and it was very local. It was, again, in the area where I live. Um, and when I started coaching there, I wanted to start a, a CrossFit kids program at that gym. And so we did it, um, you know, um, it was a great program there, um, very different from what it is now. But when I, um, when COVID hit and I, you know, I had um, moved, I moved gyms after COVID, uh, after the whole, um, you know, the quarantine and all that, um, mm -hmm. Detroit was in quarantine the longest. In fact, I remember my, program started February of last year. Wow. Maybe the end of February. I, I almost say, or maybe it was, even, yeah. And none of the kids, um, they, my kid, the Detroit kids were still virtual 
in February. Um, and it was crazy. I mean, these kids had had what almost, you know, two full years of no school, uh, no gym classes, no exercise, no outlet. Um, some parents are, you know, may not have computers. Some kids live with grandparents who were not very uh, knowledgeable on how to use a computer with the kids doing, you know, Zoom classes. So I just felt really burdened um, to want to, um, you know, do something mm-hmm. in Detroit, but I didn't know how, because I, I, you know, I had left my other gym, we were at home. So a friend of mine, um, who I found out had opened a CrossFit gym just a year before COVID hit, uh, I saw that they were hiring a coach. And I thought, oh, this is perfect. You know, I love the, you know, my friends that I knew, mm-hmm. I thought they were great people. I thought I'd love to, and, and it was like in Detroit, it wasn't in the city. It was in a, you know, kind of an up and coming neighborhood industrial. Um, and I thought this would be perfect. So I, you know, approached him about, you know, wanting, you know, could, would they be interested in hiring me as a coach? But I really wanted to talk to them about, would they be interested in having this program? And, you know, they were super supportive. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, so that's how it started. But then the road to get this started was not like I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I thought it was going to be so easy. I was thought, yeah, we're going to do CrossFit. Everybody's going to come. This is going to be great. Just wasn't the case. Yeah. So, so how did did you want it to become a nonprofit in the beginning, or like kind of what were your thoughts just even no. starting it? Yeah, it, it, the 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 thoughts in the beginning were just to do what I did before, just start uh, a CrossFit Kids program mm-hmm. and be able to, you know, teach the kids CrossFit and and really help them to benefit the way we have benefited, you know, the way I have. Um, and what I found in Detroit was I, you know, was advertising about this program and come do classes, and nobody would come. Um, and I'm like, no kids would come and I'm thinking, okay, what's going on? So then I started when the schools went back, I started going to the schools mm-hmm. you know, I started uh, asking around, you know, some of the teachers and principals, coaches, uh, gym teachers, you know, I have a CrossFit gym right down here, you know, and no, I'm not kidding you when I say this, I'm telling you 90% of the people that I talk to did not know what CrossFit was. I could, I could believe it. I could definitely I mean, believe it. And I, when I did my uh, L1 or L2, when I did my L2, I was telling uh, the workers, you know, the CrossFit uh, teachers um, this, and they they had a hard time believing it. They're like, really? I have a hard time. I'm like, you would not know. I went to principals, coaches, schools, um, you know, uh, you're talking about, you know, a gym coach, you'd think that they would know, and nobody knew what CrossFit was. And people were asking me, is it body movements? What is it? Um, So then I realized what an uphill battle I had to try to teach and educate people what we do, what, Mm -hmm. what it, you know, what it is we do. So I would explain it and, and show them and offer, you know, offer to come do a, demonstration at the school and um, invite them over to the gym. And I did have some of the, I had a couple coaches come and check out the gym. Um, and I did have one school um, allow me to come in and do a demonstration. 
um, uh, which was awesome. That's cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was really awesome. I have pictures and videos of that. I, the whole school was there. Yeah. It was pretty incredible. And we were able to, you know, uh, do CrossFit, you know, and so, mm -hmm. it, it, so it was really tough. I had to um, actually just show people what we do. And I didn't expect that, you know? Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. So, so when you were telling all these teachers that had no clue of what CrossFit was, um, did you notice, like, I, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there, but do you notice like a lot of them are pretty unhealthy and didn't really work out at all? Or, and that's the, you think the reason why they don't really know about CrossFit because they're pretty much like sedent, they have like a sedentary lifestyle. Um, I would say there, I did run into some of that. But um, I, but not the majority. I think that I run into a couple of things when you're um, CrossFit. I, I think tends to be a little bit more of an expensive, more yes. expensive uh -huh. uh, type of fitness. It's more um, on the higher end. More in in some of the areas that I am in. I mean, you just can't. You know, uh, families can't afford that. It's yeah. just of reach and it's just not attainable mm -hmm. so i think that another part was that it's just not accessible to a lot of families and a lot of communities it's just too much money yeah so are there are there a good amount of crossfit gyms in detroit no just two wow uh, okay. one in the yeah there's one actually in the city in like downtown area and then our gym um is outside it's in detroit and we're like um like and like I said, not like an up and coming neighborhood, more industrial. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's pretty cool neighborhood, you know. Um, yeah, not a lot, you know, where we're at, there's not like a lot of residential, um, but we have a school nearby and churches and some, you know, like um, junkyard, you know, um, stuff like that. Uh, bit, you know, small businesses around there. Mm hmm. Yeah. So um, how did you get the kids to and the teachers and like the principals to kind of buy into your program? It, no, it took it. it I, literally, I would go to the school and I would they would I would have flyers. They would um, just pacify me. Sure, we'll take it. Sure, <laughs> we'll look at it. Sure, you could come talk to me. Sure, we'll have a meeting. And then it would never happen. Yeah. Um, and so I remember um, feeling very discouraged, but I made a ton of flyers and I went to this one school that's right across the street from our gym. And I uh, just asked them, you know, hey, you know, I I'm offering free classes to just so you could come see it. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a great program. I was showing them on my phone, like Instagram. I was showing them videos. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd left them with these flyers and, and I thought I left and I thought nothing's ever going to happen. And the only, and, and then I remember the only, uh, the only way I had my classes even running was the owner. Okay, Sorry about that. No, you're the okay. Owner, um, the, one of the owners of my gym um, is a, was a, also a basketball coach for his son's team. Mm -hmm. So um, it was off season training. So he brought the whole basketball team for me to train the boys. Um, so I was able to run the program with the whole basketball team, eighth grade basketball team, uh, because I couldn't get anyone else to come do CrossFit. And um, one day um, I was working out at the gym by myself and I had someone knock on the door 
And it was a, one of the teachers from across the street. And she brought the stack of flyers that I had given them. And she said, I found these. Um, can you tell me what this is? And so I explained it to her. And then she said, all right, we need to do this. You know, our kids need it. And let me, you know, do some work. And then she ended up on my behalf, going to the principal, talking to him, uh, having him come and talk to me at the gym, seeing the gym, um, letting me, you know, try it out. So he gave me like a little trial basis. So he said, okay, we'll send, we'll see who wants to do this. If any of our kids wants to do it, you know, we'll send them over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't, it was first, you know, parents had to bring them over and, and, um, and it was just very hit or miss. And I would get, you know, um, some kids, some wouldn't, and it just, it went on, um, like that for a while, you know? Yeah. But then, you know, then we had a, after, I mean, I don't know, do you want me to keep going? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. have that. Well, all right. So the exciting part was that, um, this teacher is amazing. I, I owe her, I owe her everything like to help because without her, I don't think this would have ever, I would have still been knocking on doors and, um, (laughs) you know, still telling kids about this. Um, So we ended up, um, they ended up letting me come to the school and do a demonstration. And what I did was I asked them if some of the kids that had been coming and training with uh, me, um, I asked if we can have those kids because they were members of that school, students yeah. of the school to do the demonstration. So I had a little, you know, I had them on stage doing some clean and jerks and some snatches. And then I had a little rowing workout and burpees over the barbell. Um, and the kids were just amazed. I mean, it was awesome. I had people had donated gift cards. So we had like 300 gift cards we passed out to the school to the kids um so it was a it ended up being a pretty pretty good event and then to all the teachers were there and some of the parents so um from there we ended up um you know sitting down and, and talking about coming up with an after school program um and so now we are part of their curriculum for the after school program like for a oh, last very cool yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you could do band, you could do dance, or you could do CrossFit. So you, and the kids get to sign up for it, and uh, it's pretty, it's pretty mm-hmm. awesome program, and it's been going amazing. Awesome. I mean, it's been going great. I have like thirty-two kids. That's cool. Yeah. That's really yeah. Cool. And, uh, they're they're great kids. So yeah. It's been pretty awesome. So so are the so are the parents like very very like into the CrossFit stuff now since their kids are in it like what what are the what what are the parents thinking about this whole thing? Um, I try to get um I, I try to get parents um to watch and 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 be as involved as possible. I have some parents that are you know curious you know and wanted to come in and watch and 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 maybe some that you know um, not so not so much. but um so we had both but i i try to get them in i'm like hey look and i take pictures and i try to you know send them to the parents and you know uh, when they come pick up their kids i try to make a big deal about them seeing the kids and what they're doing so you know just trying to get the word out trying to get the parents involved you know um Mm -hmm. 
and seeing if they want to do any classes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that, that's like my, so, so my son's seven and I have a four-year-old daughter. And so when he was, I think it was like four or five, actually five or six, we would do this thing called next station. Cause he would see me work out in the basement and be like, okay, I want to do what daddy does. And so, uh, so he, we have like a three pound kettlebell and yeah. he would do kettlebell swings with a three pound kettlebell. And like, and I remember like even younger, I think it was like three, maybe he saw the barbell with the weights on the, on the ground. And so he was trying to pick it up. And so I went behind him to pick it up for him. And he kind of like thought he did a deadlift. And so oh. he's, he was obsessed with like working out after that. And oh, now my, and, awesome. and now my daughter, she's, um, she's all about it now too. So we have like three pound, like dumbbells and she'll do curls and then like, she'll yeah, work, yeah. and then she'll like flex and be like, daddy, look at me, look at me. And like, <laughs> she she'd like to, she'd go, yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So, oh, and, I love it. I yeah, love so, it. so do those, do those kids like do the exact same thing that my kids oh, do? They, I, um, uh, I have so much fun teaching them because they get so excited. Mm -hmm. You would, some of the videos I have there, I mean, so it makes me want to cry because they're so happy. Um, some kids don't ever get acknowledgement and, and affirmation and don't get recognized. And, and here we're trying to make sure that they, you know, that they are, um, that they, they can see that they have potential and they can see that they can do things and, yep. and, and that they can be good. And it's just exciting. And uh, I, I just love it. And um, I love seeing their reaction and some of them, you know, will dance and you know, <laughs> it's just awesome. Yeah. It's just awesome. So did they, did they get like really hooked at like the first, first session or like, obviously like kids, some kids are different too, but like, how long does it typically take for a kid to be like, okay, I love doing this. This is, this is my jam now. Yeah. I've, I have um, several who started with me from the very beginning of like um, the very big the end of last year uh, school year and they're back this year and they came over the summer, you know um, they would, you know, so there's a certain, I have a, a core group that just is hooked. Mm -hmm. They're just like, and they, they're obsessed with clean and jerks. They just want to clean and jerk and, you know, back squat and, uh, and, oh, and bar muscle ups. They just can't, they want to get that bar muscle up. They're yep. just obsessed. Yeah. So Wednesday is a big bar. We're going to bar muscle up progression day, you know, cause they want to get this bar muscle up. Um, so yeah, I have a certain core one, a core group, and then another group that's just, um, like, you know, some kids are just very scared and shy. Um, uh, some are, some are, don't want to, um, don't want to try it. Don't want to get hurt. Don't want to be sore. Don't want to put in an effort, mm -hmm. you know, so you get a variety of kids, you know, and I don't want to force anyone to do it. I want them to be there because they want to, but I, you know, I try to push them a little bit to yeah. at least give it a shot. Yep. Give me at least a couple, a month or two, you know, and then if you don't like it, you know, go to band or go do something else, mm -hmm. you know, I don't care, but I just, you know, I want them to at least try. Yeah. So do you, so if like, let's just say someone has like a, an issue with like one of the movements, do you kind of like scale it down a little bit more so they can just do it and they'd be like, oh, listen, absolutely. and like, listen, you just, you just did the work, you just did the movement, but it was the scale version. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, I, we have, I mean, I don't, they don't have a clue too as to what's scaled and what's not, you mm -hmm. know, but 
you know, I have, you know, PVC pipes and I have PVC pipes filled with sand and then I have training bars and then I have the regular male, female bars. Yeah. They all, you know, all the training bars, everything looks the same as the adult bars. So they all look pretty similar. Um, and the PVC pipes are just what we all begin with anyway. So I yep. always, you know, just don't even make an issue of it. Like, Hey, I'm just like, Hey, pick this up. This is what we're going to do. Um, and, and then we say, okay, now that you're ready, let's go something heavier. Let's grab that sand, the one mm -hmm. with the sand in it, you know, and then let's get the training bar. And, um, and then now I have kids using, you know, 35 pound bar. Um, and, and usually, unless I have an older, um, usually we stop there with, you know, the 35 pound bar, I could add weight to it, but depending on the movement, but we don't go to a 45 pound bar yet. Yeah. So have you ever thought of, I don't know if you've done it or yet, but have you made like these pieces of like circular wood, like plywood? Yeah, I've thought of that, but I actually yeah. have the, um, I had a donation. I had a company donate. So we actually have those rogue, five pound plates that oh look, very cool okay yeah, they look ginormous yeah yeah yeah. Look like they're 45 pound plates I, yeah. I wish i could stencil a four in the front and use them myself you know <laughs> yeah. uh, and be, look what i'm snatching um but yeah so the kids think those are the best thing ever and then i do have some thin thin um like 10 pounders five pounders so yeah when we have the and all the smaller ones too but for the big training plates i have the those nice rogue ones okay awesome Great. yeah yeah very, cool, I, had, very cool. I was very fortunate because those things are so expensive and uh, someone donated i made a um, i had said that i needed some training plates because uh, I really wanted to use them. And then someone ended up donating and I was like, yes, thank you. So it was great. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, so what, what is, I, I've got to ask this earlier, but like, what's the age range for that you have your kids? Obviously, is it like elementary school all the way to like high school or like what, what, what what's like the cutoff? So the cutoff's the ninth grade. Um, okay. and my youngest is third grade. I, um, I, I, um, don't have the, 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 the manpower for one to do younger kids um or older you know high school we could probably like if they're in 10th grade they could probably come into our regular adult class yeah um and i can sponsor them um if that you know i think i had one kid who was in 11th grade that we put in the adult class um because he was you know too old for my uh, kids uh and teen program but yeah, third grade's the youngest. I okay. uh, I know my I have to go with my strengths, and my strengths are not the young young kids. I never coached those in martial arts, and I never co you know had coached those. And not that I don't care for kids that young. It's just not my strength. It's no. just not something I'm used to doing or or um, want to spend a whole lot of time doing. Yeah, I want to I want to be able to give them more meat in mm -hmm. yeah. less um, unless games. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Games are fun. We play games. Um, I think, you know, you can, you could, you know, but I, I just think you can make fitness in general, just fun. So we can do back squats and have fun. I don't mm -hmm. have to always play a game with a back squat. So to me, I'd rather be teaching them, you know, um, movements that they will use, you know, as they get older, 
and go into an adult class. I, I train them just like I train. I, I basically train them just like I train adults, but nice. scaled, yeah. you know, with scaled weights and, and with, you know, a game at the end, you know, and the, the adults don't get that. Yeah. They get accessory work for <laughs> the game, you know? Yep. Yep. So do you, do you, do you help like feed some of these kids too, or like, or do they yeah. do like afternoon snacks and everything? Yeah, we do that um, every class. And basically, if I ha if I know of a need, we'll try to meet it. Um, I provide them with snacks um, after class. Um, they get water and juice or fruit. Um, Oliver, sorry. No, you're good. Um, I have two. Um, one's a puppy, and he's just nuts. Um, he's just nuts. He just wants to play all the time. So um, I... Um, I do have like fruit drinks and fruit snacks and, and stuff if they need it, like before class too, if someone comes in, I have sometimes kids that, you know, miss lunch or didn't get a good lunch and come in and they're like, I'm hungry. I, you know, I want to eat something. So I, you know, will definitely do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is, is it heartbreaking for you kind of seeing like some people, some kids that can't eat anything or don't eat anything and then come to your class and like ask that? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And yeah. it's, it's heartbreaking, you know, when you, um, it, it's just a lot of things I, I, I see sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. um, so we just try to meet the needs, you know, when we see them, we see, um, we supply tennis shoes and workout clothes, um, food and, and our program is free. Nobody pays for it. Mm -hmm. You know, Very cool. that's awesome. Yeah. 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 So um, how do you, how do you get the sponsorships for this program? Like I obviously like you have the community that helps like sponsor. Do you like reach out to like any other companies being like, Hey, you know, can you donate anything or yeah. can you like, you know, like hand over, like, you know, not, like give us some money to kind of help fund this yeah. program? Yeah, for sure. I definitely, um, you know, try to apply for um, grants uh, and donations um, I would love, I have a hard time. Um, so even if you might know if, or know anybody, at, uh, like where people I could connect with, where I can, um, apply for a grant, you know, like with, um, like with Noble, like, I don't know, I can't find out like if Noble does have any, um, grants or Reebok or, um, you know, a tier. Mm -hmm. So if there's like, if you know anybody or if anybody out there listening knows of anybody that, um, you know, we can connect with that we can get, um, either apply for a, you know, a grant or, um, you know, um, I mean, the kids need shoes, you know, clothes. Um, and basically that's about what I supply with, you know, uh, it, like I said, if I see other needs and I can, and we can meet them, um, we definitely will, like we did with the backpack thing. Um, and, and, you know, we'll probably adopt um, families for Christmas and be able to supply food, mm -hmm. uh, gifts, um, dinner, uh, all that kind of stuff, gift cards, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So um, with the backpacks, actually, I saw that Instagram post that you did. So you donated, was it 330 backpacks? We got like, now when I did the video, I had 317 uh, backpacks, wow. brand new with supplies, notebooks, pens, erasers, pencils, folders, notebooks, all the, everything you need, pencil mm -hmm. holders. 
every backpack was filled with that. Um, we ended up getting 317 when I did the video. And since the video, I probably had another 20 that kept coming in. Nice. Um, it was the most exciting thing. Like I told you earlier, I've never done anything like this before. And I was going to only do it for my kids, like the ones that I have in class mm -hmm. uh, that I had over the summer. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to get some people to donate for those kids. And I actually had them pick out a backpack. So they got to pick out something really fancy, uh, you know, whatever they wanted. I told them, whatever you want, you pick it out and we're going to get it for you. Um, so then I put this video out on my story and I, you know, said, you know, hey, I'm doing, you know, my kids. And then I started getting all these messages like, what do you need? And then I thought, I'm going to try to do the whole school. <laughs> and, and everybody's like, are you crazy? And and I remember one of um one of our one of my friends when I was telling her this, she goes, All right, just don't get overly excited. Just be thankful for whatever you get, you know. And then the donations just kept coming and coming. And then the local news, Channel 7, picked us up and uh, did a story on us on the kids program. So then we ended up getting their um, you know, their feed, you know, their you know, reaching out and then people that watch the news sent stuff. Yep. So it was the most exciting thing. I had people here from my gym filling backpacks up. That's awesome. That is so cool. That is so cool. It was, it was awesome. I was, and then we got to take them all to the school and have an event at the school with having all the kids come pick them out and, you know, have, uh, we had, you know, popsicles and like healthy treats and stuff yep. like clip bars. Yeah. We had like, organic popsicles cliff bars we have welches fruit snacks like all kinds of healthy stuff mm -hmm. so it's fun hey awesome. guys sorry i'm so no, you're, sorry hey we, we could edit it it's okay hello uh, oliver come here i don't know what they see out there i'm so sorry it might be my voice too yeah 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 they, they like it they're like hey <laughs> oh my goodness i'm like oh this is embarrassing it, it, it's okay don't worry about it i i've I've had some other other guests that I was just like sitting there like, oh my gosh, I wish I wish they did this didn't happen, but it, it happens. I know. So. I'm like, stop it. And I wish I could yell at them the way I would if I wasn't on here. It's okay. All good. Like, stop <laughs> it. And I would I'd be like, oh hi. Yeah. All good. All good. Don't worry about it. So so um I you did mention earlier that you do follow Misfit. Yes. So what made you get involved with Misfit? Um my previous gym followed misfits they um so um they the whole gym did misfit programming at my old gym and that's where um sophie schaff um she's a misfit um athlete yep. she's a game teens games athlete so she was there at the gym that i used to train at so um I, that's how i got involved and then when i left them to come to detroit um I didn't want to leave Misfits because I love uh, I love the whole community and the and the training and our my gym owners are awesome. They they let me stay with you know the programming I'm doing with Misfits and I don't have to do their program, which I know a lot of boxes like everybody to do the to programming. Do yeah, program, which I totally get. Um, I'm just thankful that they let me uh, stay with Misfits and and. Uh, Misfits had donated 
I mean, I don't know. I can't tell you. I, I would say at least a thousand pieces of clothing, maybe like shorts, tank tops, bras, awesome. yeah. t-shirts, socks, uh, you name it. They sent over boxes. That was awesome. Misfit, send me more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anymore, I need more. That's awesome. So yeah, I, I, I follow Misfit as well. So I've been following them for, oh gosh, I think it's been like six years, I think. Oh, wow. So you're a lot lo longer. Yeah. For me, about uh two three maybe three years yeah i've been i've been following so uh, i was was it three? no I, no i lied i'm sorry four years four roughly around four okay. years and so um the only reason why i was doing it was because um i was following the crossfit weightlifting like your uh, mike bergner's oh yeah my, his so he had a crossfit section for his program and i was following it and then they said we're stopped we're going to stop doing crossfit stuff and we're just going to deal straight with weightlifting and i was like shoot where am i gonna where am i yeah. gonna go and so i was looking around and i was like i checked out invictus i'm like well i don't want to do that and like comp train and i was like eh, i don't know and then like i saw misfit and i was like hey yeah this is this looks good yeah, yeah so. the guys are great they mm -hmm. are great i i find it very very challenging and fun yeah. I just find the programming to be very diverse and, and fun. I think those guys are great. I've been to the camp. Uh, I want to go back again. And Caroline uh, Spencer is my coach. So I uh, do remote coaching with her. Okay. Very so, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I, I just do the remote, I just do the, the online stuff. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So I just do it at a gym, like down the street from my house. And yep, it's actually yep. the crazy That's what thing. I used to do. Yep. Yeah. So the crazy thing is the, the gym that I go to is a Globo gym, but they have one wall that has CrossFit stuff on it. Oh, wow. So, That's uh, awesome. yeah. So like, I, the only problem is I wish they got, they opened the doors at like 5.00 AM instead of 5.30. Cause I oh. literally have an hour to kind of rush everything in and like, yeah. you know, try to do stuff. And that's hard for misfit. Cause you're doing like an hour and a half roughly. Oh my goodness. So did you do anything today? Did you do the, um, no, I was, so I was driving. Okay. Oh, I, I, that's so, right. You were yeah. gone. Okay. You were gone. I was going to say, did you, today's was, um, was tough. Yeah. And oh, so wow. I, and like the week before that I was sick all week, so I didn't work out. Well, so, yeah. yeah. So it was, it was awful, but, but anyway, so I'm, I'm going to be back on track. So, and I got a, right. and I got an echo bike in my basement. So I'm like really excited to. Oh yeah. That, those so. are great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so we're getting close to the end. So I have some rapid fire questions, but they're not really rapid fire. So you could just take as long as you want with each, each question. So, um, do you have any goals for the rest of the year with, with your CrossFit core, you know, kid, uh, I'm sorry, the core city CrossFit kids, your personal life or any, pretty much anything you want to talk about? Well, um, my goal, my priority well, it's both. Um, my goal is to make it to semifinals, uh, for CrossFit, uh, for masters mm -hmm. I've aged up now. So I'm in 55. I'm at, I've turned 55. So I'm at the very bottom of my age group. Um, I would love to make it to semifinals, uh, in 2023 if I could. So we'll mm -hmm. see how that goes. I can make it to quarterfinals every year, but then, uh, can't seem to make it past that. Uh, it's just so competitive. People are so good. Yep. Um, and so we'll see, but, but that's one of the goals. And then obviously my priority with the kids is I, my, I want to expand. I really want to grow the program. I want to add more classes. I want more kids to come. 
um, I want, you know, I have plans to incorporate like a mentoring program and, and be able to involve others and be able to have, you know, like if we have kids that are struggling in a certain area, we can, you know, connect them with somebody uh, outside of fitness. If we see kids that are excelling, like in a, in a, say they're excelling in Olympic lifting, you know, I can connect them to an Olympic lifting coach and then be able to sponsor that kid through, you know, Core City CrossFit Kids to be able to um, uh, maybe further their you know, phys, you know, physical fitness in that particular field. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I would love to get some of my kids at the pit ranch um, in three rivers, Michigan. That's the big teen CrossFit um, teen competition. Okay. So that place is amazing. You need to check them out. Um, they have an affiliate. I mean, this is CrossFit, um, you know, affiliated. Uh, they are like, it's a designated event for just teens and oh, it's cool. sponsored by CrossFit. Um, and it's amazing. This is a ranch and it's like a whole, like little mini CrossFit games just for 14 year olds, mm -hmm. 15, 17 year olds. So I would love to have some of my kids um, be represented there. And I would love some of my kids to be, you know, represented in CrossFit. Um, my goal is I want, um, I would love to see more diversity in CrossFit. Um, and, and I would like it to see it, to see CrossFit become more easily accessible to more people, mm -hmm. you know, so, so more people can benefit from it. I, I agree. I, I agree. I wish like more people knew about it instead of like, yeah. cause obviously like I've talked about it and like people are like, Oh, don't, don't you get hurt doing that? And I'm like, no, yeah. it's like only if you do the form the wrong way, that's right. when you get hurt. And it's not like, you know. And if you don't feel comfortable with the movement, just scale down. Everything's scalable. It's, exactly. It's exactly. easy. Yeah. It is so much easier than people think. And yeah. I just, you know, to me, I would love to see, you know, I would love to see, you know, more diversity there. I want to see more of my kids mm -hmm. doing it Yeah. And, 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 and being familiar with it and being benefiting from it and being able to do other sports if they want to. Um, or do CrossFit as their sport and, and just be able to excel there. So yeah. that's, those are my, those are my goals is just being able to keep educating people and keep getting the word out and keep letting people know we're here and what we're doing and what we're all about. Um, you know, it's just important Yeah, it's important, you know, to, to, to make it accessible. Yep. Completely agree. Um, so next question, what is in your gym bag? My, my gym bag? Yes. Oh boy, I've got my lifting shoes, my belt, um, my knee sleeves, my shin guards, tons of tape. Uh, I've got about seven pairs of grips because I think the more grips I have somehow I will be able to do more. <laughs> so I just keep buying more grips and they're all the same brand. They're all victory brand. I just need newer ones or something. I don't know, but there's about seven pair. I'm not kidding you. And then wristbands, I have tons of deodorant <laughs> in there, uh, hair stuff, uh, and that's in and, and that's about it, I think. Okay, all right, love it, love it. That's it. Do I have, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I so I I uh, I interviewed Paige Semenza a while back. Oh and, yeah, Paige is great. Yeah, so she she I think she, I, if I recall, she did say she had seven 
pairs of, of grips too as well oh, for like really for, for like different things though they're all for like each each grip was for like you know deadlifting or like you know oh, whatever yeah. so I may I, I wish I could say that I think I just have one that's for the rings and the rest I the rest are just keep switching thinking this is going to help me better this is going to do it yep yeah yeah. This is too small. Let me try this one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, always. Um, all right. Next question. I'm going to go a little deep on this one. So um, let's just say it's your last day on earth and you have all your friends around your bed and like your family members and stuff. How do you want people to know you as? Um, I think I want them to remember me. Um, oh, man, this is a tough one is fearless i think okay you know that i would be you know i i guess fearless to me i'm thinking not that i'm just not afraid and i would just do stupid things but that even though i am afraid because i am i'm afraid of a lot of stuff you and i talked about it in the beginning mm -hmm. um I, that i that that's a, that doesn't that won't stop me that regardless of my fear i'll either do the right thing yep. or i'll do the thing that's best for me so either way, I want people to know that, you know, I, I'm, I would do that. Okay. Awesome. No, I hope they do. I don't know. I, that's deep. I could think of all these other things I'd want to be known as too, like someone who, you know, cares and all that, of course, you know, but, well, I, 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 re I really think everyone already knows that you care. Well, I hope so. But I think, yeah, I think they would, but yeah. I'm fearless. I'm sticking with it. Okay. All right. All right. I, I like it. I like it. All right. <laughs> so um, where can people reach out to you if they have any questions about donating any like clothing, shoes, oh, whatever, yeah. or money, like where can they reach out to? to um, you? So Core City CrossFit Kids does have a Venmo. So if they want to uh, donate uh, that way, uh, Venmo, um, they can reach me um, at Taylor number two at att.net um, and also um, Core, City, uh, Core City Fitness. We are a CrossFit uh, affiliated gym, but because um, we went with fitness because again, most people did, do not know what CrossFit is where we're at. Yep. Fitness made it a lot more sense, mm -hmm. but we're still an affiliate. Um, so they could look us up at Core City Fitness and uh, in the link in the tab is uh, a separate uh, website for my kids. Okay. So I'm there. So there's a website there and Instagram. I don't care. People can message me on Instagram. Hey, I mean, look us up on Instagram, you know, core city CrossFit kids, um, see what we're doing, see the kids that are there. Um, people will fall in love. You know, they're, they're great kids. It's a great program. I'm, 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 I'm so excited about it and I'm proud of it. And I'm just thankful to see, um, to see it happening. Mm -hmm. It's been a long road. It's been a long journey. You know, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be this hard, but <laughs> hard. I thought it was going to be easy. Start a CrossFit Kids program. They're all going to come. Yeah. That, that's like my t-shirt company. I'm like, oh, it's easy. It's t-shirts. You sell yeah. that. And it's just like, oh, okay. It's getting a little harder. Yeah, so exactly. And so it is tough. And, and, and that, and that just keep kids will keep coming and benefit from what we do because mm -hmm. you and I know the benefit of CrossFit. We've experienced it. We want them to experience it. You know, I want them to know. I want all those kids that, you know, are at the school or around me in the community I'm in that if they hear CrossFit, they would be like, oh, I know what that is. Mm -hmm. 
and they could describe it yep. because I try to educate the kids on what it is. You know, I try to, it's like, I try to make it like a little, you know, a little mini, um, L1 session with them, you know, we sit around, we get a circle, get the PVC pipe, let's go. Yeah. You know? so yeah, very cool. Fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, thank you for, you know, doing this for me. I really do appreciate it. I, I loved hearing the whole, you know, core city CrossFit kids thing. I think it's like super cool. And I, I love helping kids out too. Like that's, you know, I, I think I'm just like, I don't, I don't know for, for me when I was working in the hospital in the emergency department, like, especially in a children's hospital, yeah. like I think they, they literally thought I was a superhero. Oh yeah. And so, yeah. Oh. And, and so, and just like kind of oh, like wow. helping the kids and like, you know, light, lighten up their day, you know, that that's like what I like doing too. And, yeah. you know, I, I, like I said, I love hearing your story. Thank uh, you. You know, if anybody wants to donate anything, obviously go to Core City CrossFit Kids or even Venmo or whatever. Do what you, do what you can do. And even, even making like uh, if you know somebody like a connection that mm -hmm. that I can reach out to, I, I'd be happy to do the work. You yeah. know, if there's someone that anybody knows out there. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, thank well, you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for doing this. And we'll, we'll talk later. OK. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good right. night. You too. Bye.